0: I caught up with them a wee bit earlier this morning. Part two of the conversation uh, revolved around discussing low emission farm systems. On a typical dairy farm, three cows per hectare, if you go to a low emissions farm model, and that's down to 2.1 cows per hectare, i.e. no nitrogen or imported feed, yes, you get a big decrease in emissions per hectare, but milk production's down by 38%. But when it comes to greenhouse gases per kilogram of milk solids, uh, there wasn't much of a reduction at all. You know, once again, is the cure worse than the disease?
1: Uh, Again, what we've seen, particularly in sheep, is that you can breed for low-emitting traits. Now, the the, the sheep industry has moved probably a decade sooner than the dairy industry to look for and breed for the low-emitting trait. The dairy industry will do the similar research, will find a similar trait, and therefore I'm not entirely surprised at the observation given the current herd. The question is, will better breeding, along with better feeding, reduce emissions in the order of a percent a year? And the conclusion is we have in the past, and there's no reason to believe we
0: can't in the future. Can we get there, for instance, by 2030 with our 10% reduction? Just on animal Uh, breeding.
1: uh, It's breeding and feeding practices. So it does matter what you feed the animals as well as what the animal is doing inside its gut. Um, The Commission's view is we can. The Commission's view is you can achieve the target by the end of this decade by widely adopting known current practices. And, to be fair, some land use change.
0: Rod, if I'm a New Zealand sheep or beef farmer or dairy farmer or dairy farmer, anyone farming ruminant livestock, I would be a wee bit pessimistic after listening to you. I don't necessarily see a great future under the scenario you're painting.
1: Well, I think we have to be very, very clear that there is a future for those who are able to take up some of the known practices that there will be a future for the use of land and New Zealand farmers have shown themselves to be very responsive to markets and consumer preferences and prices when it comes to using their land productively and profitably. And it may well be that some of those land uses are about sequestering within an emissions trading scheme. Some of them may relate to different agricultural production and some of them may relate to different use for, for example, energy. Um, and that's all in the mix for when a farmer is sitting looking at their land going, what can I choose to do? There are two particular types of land tenure which are really constrained in those choices that they can make. Uh, One of them is land held in collective ownership by Maori and corporations and groups, because in some cases that land tenure doesn't give them the choice to change. And, of course, high-country pastoral leases also have restrictions on what the farmer can do with the land. So the Commission is alive to some of those impediments, even when a farmer faces a price, to actually change in ways that lower emissions.
0: Dr Rod Carr, final question for you, and this might seem a bit brutal, but do you like farmers? You were uh, quoted as comparing, I think, dairy farmers to whale hunters. I think you um, redacted that comment. But is this, this isn't like a, a personal crusade on your behalf?
1: No, the well, first thing I would remind you all is that there are eight commissioners and the advice provided the commission was provided without objection from any of the eight members of the commission's board. So the, 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 the first thing is not to personalise it. Um, secondly, I've had farms in the family for generations and still have a farm forestry block and still have good neighbours who are farmers uh, and still enjoy time in the high country. So, no, I, I have a huge respect for New Zealand farmers, for the part they've played in nation building, for the part they continue to play earning our foreign exchange in the
0: world. Are we all going to join you by having a farm forestry block? Is this going to drive, and this is my final question, I really appreciate your time, what you're doing and what you're saying, is this going to drive more and more pastoral farms in this country into monoculture pine trees? The Commission has
1: cautioned the government that unless something is changed, that is a significant risk in the current settings and architecture of the emissions trading scheme. The Commission believes that there is a part for forestry to play in buying some time while we reduce our gross emissions. But the game here is we must reduce gross emissions, that forestry doesn't sequester methane, that forestry is permanently covering our land with forest cover for the emissions that you and I create today. That can't be fair on future generations. We must constrain forestry as an offset. In the meantime, we need to get gross emissions from all sources, including energy production and transport, down significantly from today.
0: And on that, we can agree. Look, Dr. Rod Carr, thank you so much for some of your valuable time today on the country. I do appreciate it, even though I might not agree with everything you say. Thank you very much.
1: Nice to have the opportunity. Much appreciated.